Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nisi Lexi Podcast. If you're new here, I'm a digital marketer, a content creator, as well as a blogger. If you're new here, welcome. I help entrepreneurs brand their ideas, optimize their online marketing platform, as well as content creation development and SEO strategy. I also help them optimize their work, as well as generate revenue, and I post weekly podcasts here. I'm delighted to have you all. For more information, you can visit my website at www.nisilexi.com. Amazing. I love the fact that how you stress the the subway transit um, program, mm-hmm. because I too grew up in Scarborough. And then I was when I got accepted to UIT in Oshawa, commuting wise, it was another problem. And then moving into downtown during my uh, second year of university, I do kind of understand that frustrations of us just kind of commuting back and forth, the transit not being reliable, the timing and all that situation. And I'm actually happy to see that you guys are progressing and making sure that the infrastructures of these transit are being improved and then there's actually budget for it. And even now with my experience being in Oshawa, I know that in a Durham, at a time when I was studying there, they had, well, a student would just have to show their ID and the ride will be free. So if you show your UIT ID, you automatically just get a free ride. Is that something that Toronto can also implement for their students? I think that's a great idea. And why don't I challenge you and your listeners to write in? We are having pre-budget consultations right now. So the government is listening to ideas from the community. Um, and submit it. Go on Ontario.ca and submit your idea if you want to see free transit for students in Toronto or across the province. Yeah. I would I would encourage you to submit that. Um, you know, I would support that. Why not? I, I know the city of Toronto has already implemented free for students under 12. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard last night on my teletown hall that uh, seniors wanted to have free transit as well. I, I, I would support it for sure. For sure. So whoever was And remember, it's not free, right? No, it wasn't technically. Okay, so... Let me just say, it's not... (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead, Nancy. Well, as we were showing our student ID, which is uh, a thing, I'm not sure if UIT was covering that cost, but that's why we were allowing us to take the GO Transit to come all the way to Scarborough Town Center, and that ride was technical free. And then around Durham region, we can take any buses as long as we're showing our ID, that with the with the school stem on it yeah i i and i'm i know that there are some schools that yeah. pay for it through the student fees like through your levies yeah um so it's actually the student you are paying for it right it's a it's an arrangement that's been made i yeah. think that's a great idea i think it's a great idea and um to find ways it, it's it has to be covered some way right because the ttc mm-hmm. is not going to be able to just forego revenue so either the province would pay, the city would pay, or mm-hmm. students would pay through their, their user fees and their levies. Um, but at the end of the day, it makes our community better, um, you know, less, less cars, less pollution, um, mm-hmm. and more ease of getting around. So awesome. I fully And I also uh, heard when one of your conversations you mentioned that uh, you wanted to currently build a hospital, how is the plan so far for that project? Is it like an ongoing or is it still in discussion? Oh, no, there's a master plan. Scarborough is ready. We are long <laughs> overdue for a, a new hospital. We're just waiting yeah. for the provincial government to um, advance the money and advance the plan. 
because it you know when we were in office um ontario liberals we had put aside over a billion dollars for the capital for scarborough hospital so it is there in the planning but it needs to be moved forward so once again let your voice be heard write to your local mpp especially if you're in scarborough and say release the money and fund the scarborough hospital <laughs> okay all right so as a former minister of education you know education is obviously important and you have stressed so much during our conversations and one of your obviously action plan that i have read in your site you talked about a future proofreading of ontario in efforts to reduce the barriers and promoting equal opportunities um with the recent government cuts with on for ontario's student loans and student experience obviously that's kind of creating a lot of obstacles uh, but you also discuss about the flight program how far are you guys along with that in order to kind of like making sure that we're securing those barriers and also impacting the student uh who are being impacted by the cuts yeah so you were looking at my uh policy when i was running to lead the ontario liberal party thank you yeah. for that so <laughs> let, let me tell your viewers so i um put my name forward to be the next premier of ontario by running to lead the ontario liberal party i did not win that leadership we have another leader steven del duca who is now leading the party but i was the first black woman to run to lead a major political party in ontario and very mm -hmm. proud of that it was an excellent experience for me i came second in the north so there was a lot of support there in the north for me i had visited the northern ontario many times during that that year that i was running as to be the leader and you know um I I really believe in public education in fact and and at every level so from K to 12 even preschool as well and uh and also into post secondary and so I wanted to see <laughs> the Ford government reverse the billion dollar cut almost that they've made to OSAP because that that cut in in provincial dollars is actually shifting the burden on the backs of students and that means that more students more black students more people of color more single moms who had gone wanted to go back and upgrade their skills they have to come up with that money and they have to be saddled with student debt mm -hmm. and i really feel that you know we should make tuition uh more accessible and um and and lower cost and and available to to all who need it and and so that's part of my proposal and so when i say take flight i mean you know rather than people being saddled with debt that they're able to if they do have loans they're able to defer the interest on those loans um that they're able to get more grants versus loans and start their life and contributing to our economy on a faster faster basis so it's like being on a runway they could just take off most definitely that's incredible and also for me growing up in scarborough i had a lot of rooted uh memories those were amazing years that during my teenage in scarborough what would you say some of your greatest memory growing up in scarborough well scarborough <laughs> is the place to be just ask the weekend <laughs> um where he grew up right so you know it was just great i had a lot of freedom um as a young person maybe because i was i just walked everywhere and rode my bike everywhere 
And, um, you know, so I would ride through the trails and the ravines. I, they're just beautiful. Scarborough has a lot of parks and a lot of green space and water. We're in a watershed community. We're right on the shore of Lake Ontario, Scarborough <laughs> Bluffs, I'm sure. There's a natural beach. Did you know that Scarborough had a beautiful natural beach and uh, Rouge Park? And, yeah. and so... <laughs> Yeah, so we just have all of these gems in our community. I could talk about Scarborough for hours, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> the food, the food culture in Scarborough is serious. I mean, if you want real Caribbean food, Scarborough, like Jamaican food um, from the, the humblest patty, <laughs> to, you know, you can go to Patty Time on Lawrence Avenue in McAllen, which is where I go get my boxes of <laughs> dozens of patties. Or, or you can go to the, you know, the hip other cool, I think Drake gets his patty at Patty Stop. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I, I went to Patty Stop just to check it out. It was a good patty, but I go back to Patty Time because that's my Jamaican authentic patty. Um, <laughs> You know, Nicey's in Scarborough is really good also. Um, you know, so the food culture in Scarborough, and, I, and that's just, you know, I'm from Jamaica, so of course I know where all of the Jamaican food is. And, you yeah. know, um, you can get, like, groceries, like, you know, real, real Caribbean <laughs> groceries there. But also, like, um, you know, there are other cultures as well that have just as authentic um, food and um, samosas and you know every single um, ethnic food that you can think of is in yeah. Scarborough uh, it, it, and, it, and what I mean is like the best of the best right and it's it's not expensive it's it's reasonably priced and it's just really really good food I hope I made you guys all hungry <laughs> I'm actually starting to think about dinner already. <laughs> yeah, you know, one one of the things that there's a lot of really great bakeries in Scarborough too. And uh, so if you have a sweet tooth like I do, you know, I Googled the best bakeries in Toronto. And I think there's a list of 75, at least, you know, 15 or 20 of them are from Scarborough. So, you know, <laughs> Scarborough has an amazing, amazing food culture. Um, you know, Hakka, if you like Hakka, they've got like tons of Hakka restaurants. Um, yeah. <laughs> just whatever you enjoy and you like, you can find it there in terms of the cuisine. Amazing. So Chinese food. Did I mention the Chinese food in Scarborough is very, very good also. Yes, I can lie about that. Food in Scarborough is the best. And I always find it that it's affordable too. So it tastes good, yes. very authentic. And so I know recently the Obamas have shared the playlist. What are some of music genre you're currently listening to jamming it during the COVID? <laughs> and can I, by the way, like there's an iconic photo that the University of Toronto Scarborough posted. Yeah. And it was during the Invictus Games uh, with uh, Prin Prince Harry. Yeah. Um, and, and so, um, President Obama was there, vice president at the time, Joe Biden, um, now he's the president and, uh, Prince Harry. So there's a real nice iconic photograph of, of them, uh, in Scarborough at the Pan Am Center. And, um, you know, it really shows you that, 
we have a very special community in in Scarborough, you know, and I believe that for all of Toronto and all of Ontario and all of Canada. Um, I think that we, you know, as I said, like, my family and I, we chose this country and it couldn't have been a better choice. Like, mm-hmm. it, we're so blessed. Um, you know, my younger brother that I talked about who lived in, you know, dozens of countries, traveled all over the world, lived all over the world, and he always missed home. You know, he wanted to come back to Toronto, come back um, to Ontario and raise his family because it, it, he said there's no, other, there's no better place in the world to live than here. Um, and, and the more we uh, give of ourselves and, and really help to shape the community, and especially yeah. now, I, you know, I really want um, our young Black people to really see that, that they're needed now more than ever. Like, you know, we want your skills, we want your talent, we want your creativity, we want your ideas. Um, we really need, need you. Uh, so, so please just be bold. Don't, don't be silent. Be bold. Uh, offer whatever it is that you have. And I'm sure you'll get that welcoming reception and, and support for your ideas. So you're asking me about my playlist. Yes. Well, <laughs> so by now, you know that I'm a girl from Scarborough. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm really old school. Like, so you know, growing up in the early 90s, you know, people like Maestro Fresh West and Mishi Me, and, and that was the scene that I came from, right? Um, and it, it's such a creative scene in Scarborough. Like, you still have, you know, I mentioned Drake. He goes there, you know, just to hang out at the patty stop, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, on the weekend, uh, Abel Tesfaye, um, you know, he grew up uh, in West Hill, right? I believe that his mom is still in that, in that community. Um, there's a lot of creative artists who have come out of our community in Scarborough and I'm so proud and and I'm just a proud Scarborough girl. Um, (laughs) At the same time, you know, like if I'm just relaxing and uh, I want to listen to something, I'd probably turn to my old school playlist. Um, D nice. My friends and I have really plugged into that, (laughs) uh, that Instagram DJ because he's always playing something that we like. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, so I'm from that, that era of, (laughs) of, uh, of old school, but then I'm also Jamaican. So, you know, give me my tunes, my reggae, anytime, (laughs) anytime, any genre of reggae, I will listen to it. And, um, but I also, I, I love other music. I love jazz. I love opera. I love gospel. Like I'm very open, very open when it comes to music, when it comes to creativity, I love live theater, live music and, uh, artists, you know, people who are creative and they just give and offer their talent. Um, I think it's really awesome. So indeed, indeed. I, I love how you stress the fact that Scarborough has a lot of great artists and they sure do and also your playlist is incredible list of like different genre and mix of like good musics and for you to be able to say that there's no place like home on being Ontario and being in Canada that is actually a fact because that's actually our slogan for Ontario there's no place like home so you actually stated that mentioned it very well <laughs> and um, just before we end our chat I also wanted to get 
more in depth so what advice would you give young boys or young girls who are actually tuning in and wanted to take part in the Canadian politics like what other message could you give them or advice volunteer you know really sign up um and there's as i said there's going to be a lot of campaigns this uh in the next two years and and so there's no shortage that's how how i started before i became even a member of a party uh i would support and volunteer for different candidates mm -hmm. just because i believe in the in democracy and in the electoral process and i can tell you as a candidate you know there are three things that we need we need volunteers uh we need donors and mm. we need voters right <laughs>
Someone phoned and said, do you want to run in this riding? I said, yes. I gave up my really good job as a CEO <laughs> because I wanted to serve. I, I had a calling to serve, mm -hmm. right? And you have a goal and a passion and something that's been inside you since you were young. And you know that. So don't be afraid to pursue those dreams and those opportunities and pursue them in a big way. Don't hold back. Don't fear. Even if you fear, feel the fear and do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Indeed, indeed. And I know that you will succeed. You cannot fail. My brother would say, you, there is no failure. The only time you fail is when you don't try. And you owe it to yourself to try. You can get up tomorrow morning and start doing the things that you've always imagined. Sure. And I feel like that was actually a great advice you shared. And it actually touched home too for me. So I hope you actually, your message, you're able to inspire a lot of people that are currently listening and the one that are going to be listening after we save this chat. It is very um, important for us to have inspirational leaders like you and people that we can actually see ourselves and see the representation. So that way, when we're coming in, making the next step to fill, fill these spaces. We know that it was done and we could do it too. So thank you so much for tonight. Uh, the other thing I wanted to also ask you is that what would you say is the three things you would want people to remember your legacy for? You know, one thing I want to say, like just in, mm -hmm. in sort of like that advice, yeah. show, show up, you know, all of you showed up tonight. Yeah. And, you know, so sometimes showing up is the easiest thing you can do, but showing up is almost the most important thing you could do. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and that's to really anything for you, you showed up to those degrees and the, you know, the education you went and pursued, right. You showed mm -hmm. up, you just did. And then amazing thing, things happen when you show up. Um, I've, I've proven that over and over and over and over and over and over in my life, just by showing up. And, you know, my legacy, I think I'm, I'm still, I'm still growing. I, I, I'm growing, you know, I was speaking with the wonderful Jean Augustine this week yeah. and, you know, congratulating her on 25 years with the um, starting Black History Month and her motion. And I said, you know, Jean, look at all the things that have changed in 25 years. And she says, everything has changed, Mitzi. She says, you know, when I was starting out, people were asking me, who are you? Why do you think you can run? You're a black woman. And now I'm telling all of you is why not you? You better run because we need you, right? Mm -hmm. All of that was changed in one generation. And so, you know, I'm still making change. Like, I really feel that, you know, I can look back and say, yeah, you know, I worked on this amazing project with the Canada Pension Plan. And, you know, people are going to have better retirement security because I was part of a government that really believed in that. Uh, or equity in education and some of the work that I started there, it's still ongoing. It's still happening, even though there's a different government. You know, we can't yeah. stop the movement because it's so vital. And, you know, financial literacy was also something I embedded in our school system. But I did all sorts of other things that no one ever knows about, like kids in care, children's aid and foster care. I gave $20 million 
when I was Minister of Education so that they wouldn't have to always move every time they change homes, that they didn't have to change schools, right? They had those caring adults that could stay in their lives at school and their friends, you know, mm -hmm. the, um, students with severe learning disabilities and, and changing the way that we fund and support those students and those programs. I mean, there's so many things, right? And in my own local community, in my own local writing, you know, I remember going to a, a school and there wasn't a playground. The, the kindergarten kids were playing in a chain link fence on concrete, these little kids. And I, I said, that's not acceptable. And so we built mm -hmm. them a playground, right? So those are legacies too, right? Sistema Toronto, yeah. these, these young kids that play instruments and sing choir. And I completely support them. And I've watched them grow for this immersion in arts education and, and the confidence that I see in them, the confidence that I want to see in every young child. Uh, that's a legacy for sure. In, indeed, indeed. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us here today. Um, you are truly an inspirational leader, a fearful woman, and fearless when and who actually took the wisdom and all the courage that you have experienced over the year to share with us tonight. And uh, I'm going to open this minute for anybody in the uh, live chat here if they want to ask uh, our Honorable Misty Hunter any questions, feel free to drop it in the chat and we can most definitely answer for you. And I just wanted to say once again, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to have this discussion with you here. <laughs> Yes, it was wonderful. You created a wonderful space for the conversation. I appreciate it. And I, I loved reading the, the chats. <laughs> Start before you're ready. Kathy, uh, Kathy Sue says, yes, Kathy Sue, just get up and start. Why not? You have nothing to lose. You, in fact, you can get a little further ahead than where you are in this moment. Uh, one person said, Scarborough Subway. SCR the future. SRT, that's the rapid transit. Oh. Yeah, so listen, I am a big supporter of Scarborough Transit. We need the subway because we can't have the subway stop at Kennedy Station. And unless you live in Scarborough, you may not understand that, but the subway just can't end at Kennedy. It has to go further into Scarborough, at least to the 401 at the, at the town center if not even further north later on as more funding is found. Mm -hmm. So that's, a, that's an essential project, right? Um, just as how the Kipling line goes all the way to the end of Toronto on the west side, we need it to go all the way um, on the east side as well. Uh, we also need um, to replace the broken down Scarborough Rapid Transit line, line three. Uh, it was breaking down when I was in high school. So you can imagine it's done, right? So we need to replace that. And I love all the discussions that people are having, you know, making the current right of way uh, mm -hmm. a dedicated line for buses until the new system is, is catches up. Um, just, you know, more transit for Scarborough, the LRT on Kingston road to the U of T Scarborough and into Malvern is needed. So yeah, more projects like that. Bus, the, the bus route uh, would come from Durham. So remember when you were going to U of IT, wouldn't that have been helpful? Um, having yes. a, a, a rapid, dedicated bus from Durham crossing into Toronto, into the town center. We're going to build it. That would be amazing, actually, for those 
generation that came after me. Obviously, I graduated, but those students who are coming back up into the education once the whole COVID is done is going to be very beneficial for them. And just kind of connecting the whole traveling experience will be useful for them as well. And mm -hmm. other thing that I also wanted to ask you is like, where if I know some people here, they would love to connect with you. So where is mm -hmm. the best method of connection with you? Is it through like some social media or website that they can connect with you? Or it's just my office, um, you know, it's online. Mm -hmm. Government is very transparent. We're easy to find um, mhunter.mpp.co mm -hmm. at liberal.ola.org. Uh, but all of that is available on my website and, and it's on the government of Ontario's website as well. Um, I think those are the best ways, you know, especially if you have a specific initiative that you want to talk about. So my job is to connect with people. Did I tell you I won by 74 votes? So <laughs> you, you can't shut people out. The whole, the whole yes. thing about being a politician is people. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. It was actually a great chat. I love to continue discussing with you. I know we're going over time, but thank you. Thank you so much for being here tonight. And we love to have you back again in the future, if you would allow us. And on behalf of C, it was a great pleasure. And I hope that a lot of our audiences gets to learn your wisdom and some of the challenges that you have faced and you, they'll be able to be inspired and motivated to continue on improving our polit political uh, sectors, but as well as just kind of our community as a whole and also discover in mind. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to say to C, you know, I really admire you. Um, uh, first of all, I, I remember going to one of your galas and uh, and just seeing the creativity, like the integration of what was going on in the room, on stage mm -hmm. and in the digital. Um, I thought it was amazing, actually, your digital capacity. And right now we are in a digital world, um, yeah. you know, social, social media influencers, people who understand technology and how to use it to influence ideas and people are really important. And you talk about getting into politics. If you could bring those skills uh, to candidates and into politics, they're very sought after. And, uh, and so keep, keep doing what you guys are doing, um, you know, and see yourselves as leaders, not as see yourselves as there's nothing lacking like there there isn't a scarcity there's just abundance most definitely most definitely thank you so much and i know me being a c alumni i have learned actually a lot of great things just for being with the program as well as getting the opportunity to be in a digital tech industry i all came through to see so this platform is actually giving a lot of hopes to young black entrepreneurs that are out there as well as a young black entrepreneur uh, young black individual who wanted to be in the techie space so i hope that your um office is also open to do some collaboration in order to help also support c in the future as well going forward for sure yeah for thank sure. you so much i think c i think c is great i think what <laughs> do just do more of it okay so one of the things that i've learned from being in nonprofit and unity before i came into government and now that i've been in government do whatever it is you're doing do it bigger and bolder and for more people right? Because Indeed. that's what's needed to, to have change in society. So, Indeed. so that's what I mean by there's only abundance. 
there is no lack in our community. We, we have a very strong and healthy community and our young people have so much talent that they can give and that they can use. Um, and we just need to give them the space and see is doing that. So thank you for, for doing that work. Amen. As they said, bigger and bolder, all 21. <laughs> and happy Black History Month, everyone. Same to you. Have a good night and stay Thank you. Everybody. It was a pleasure. Yes. Okay, good night. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. <laughs>